Okay, as promised, back to share uh, my testimony of the past couple weeks and how life took a turn. I don't want to say for the worst, but it, it definitely took a turn for the unexpected. Uh, interesting, interestingly enough, after my last two podcasts on forgiveness, and especially the last one on how important it is and the power of forgiveness and what can happen to us physically, spiritually, emotionally when we don't forgive or if we hold on to things. And I know I shared a little bit about, you know, my physical ailments that were directly related to um, emotions I didn't even realize I had hang, uh, held on to, like anger and shame, and how God had been w working with me and me and healing me and I was really excited about being on this path of recovery and healing and wholeness and restoration. And then kind of seemed like out of nowhere, um, my health got really bad. My stomach issues, uh, I thought were gone or at least on their way back to normal. Uh, I don't even know how to explain what happened. Just, I ended up in the emergency room and doing tests and things that I don't want, like to do, don't want to do, never expected to do. Um, I ended up having to have a, a CT scan and that made me very nervous. I wanted to, uh, I, I, I just never wanted to do that because of the possibilities of things that can go wrong with the dye and all of that don't like that stuff in my body. I'm a very natural person. But in the in the process of doing things I didn't want to do, every step of the way, I kept having to surrender and fight these thoughts that this isn't supposed to be happening. I prayed for about three days in my uh, not feeling well until I couldn't take the pain anymore and actually was in fear that my, my abdomen might actually implode. Uh, there was so much pressure build up. And so I had to surrender, um, you know, disappointed that God had not stepped in and, and healed me. And the first thought that came to me was, what happens when you say to the mountain move, but it doesn't move? What happens? What do you do? And that's when it just became like a moment by moment surrender and choice to trust God no matter what came next. So I made it through the CT scan, uh, confirmed that there looked like there could be a blockage, a possible mass on the large colon. So they transport me to the hospital. Um, they don't do anything but put me on pain medications and wait. Now, this is on a Thursday night, and they're not going to do anything until Monday. And so I'm thinking, okay, um, people are praying, you know, when there's still time for a miracle. So we're just going to let God do a miracle. And I just kept praying. Um, and uh, a miracle never came that I was expecting anyhow. Uh, I have my daughter with me. She's going to talk a little bit about, you know, some of her thoughts and her perspective on what we just went through. Because one of the things we realized on the other side of it now is that everything that we go through is not always just about us. Because there's so many people that we are interacting with in every situation and circumstance. There's 
you know, the people who love us and care about us, they're watching us go through things. There's strangers. There's, uh, there's just all kinds of people that it affects as we live life in whatever situation, in every, you know, in every circumstance, really. And in, in these opportunities, as a believer, we have a wonderful opportunity to let God's light shine through us. His, um, the hope that we have in him is, should always be there, you know, uh, so that people can look at us, as the Bible says, and ask us why we have a reason for the hope that we have. And uh, I don't think I was doing a very good job through most of it letting that shine but maybe i was and i didn't realize it um i don't know there's just like so many thoughts that go through my head as i think about what just transpired so we get to monday and they're going to do a colonoscopy and they can't really see that there's a mass uh, but they said there's definitely something pressing in on the colon you know causing it to kind of stay uh not fully open, not fully functioning. So then they're deciding, okay, well, we're just going to have to do surgery and look into this. Well, they're not going to do surgery for a couple of days. So I just keep thinking, okay, well, if there's still opportunity for a miracle, there's still opportunity for a miracle. And I just keep people praying. And there's still opportunity for me to say, uh, God, whatever you want to do is okay with me. But I think I was fighting this disappointment that I had to go through what I was going through. Um, why didn't he heal me? You know why? I know that he does. He has in the past. I've been healed miraculously. Um, and for whatever reason in this situation, um, I'm being required to walk through making decisions on things that I never would have wanted to do. And uh, that plays a large part uh, I think you're, what my daughter would say, my mentals. If I can't get my mentals, it's going to take me out. Mm -hmm. So um, it's a choice. I mean, it just you go back to this. There's a choice that you have to make in your faith that no matter what, you're not going to let it take you out. Yeah, You're not going to let it overcome. You're not going to be defeated by it. It's okay to be disappointed, but you can't let it defeat you and you have to trust God that whatever he's doing he's got a plan and a purpose in it right and I think that's where I usually get you know mad or discouraged is that I wanted God to answer it the way I wanted him to answer it and he wasn't he wasn't doing what I wanted him to do and that's got me in trouble in the past mm -hmm. in fact I think that's kind of what I, I held on to for a while in that in my anger that he didn't answer a pretty important prayer as far as our family, uh, right. you know, dynamics being split up. God wasn't, God's not a fan of divorce and yet he didn't save my marriage. Right. He didn't answer the way everybody told me that he would. And that kind of, you know, that's kind of what put me on this journey of unwellness because yeah. I held on to that anger. So it's kind of funny as you look at the patterns, you know, for me, I look at my patterns and how I, interact with my father in heaven but yet how i can see through it all he was there so like going into the ct scan i just said you know god my life is in your hands and i surrendered and i just had this peace was i doing something i didn't want to do yeah but i wasn't fearful 
I had peace. And then in the hospital, you know, every time I got a little bit nervous about something, um, you know what, God, my life is in your hands. You know, you are the person who gave me life and you're the one to take it. Nobody else can take it. It's, it's in your hands. You're sovereign. And I just, those were my anchors. I, those were the, those were the, the things of faith that I could speak out and believe that God was in control, even when I didn't like what was going on. And I had to trust him. I didn't have to. I chose to. Right. I chose to. Because I think now I can say I have to. Because I have no... What else am I going to do? Yeah. What else am I going to do? It doesn't get me anywhere. So then I end up after the, uh, the surgery where they actually have to remove part of my colon and give me a colostomy bag. Something I never ever would have thought, you know, but here we are. Um, this is where it really started to change because they came in and they told me that my hemoglobin was low. And now here's where the fear comes in, you know. So I, I, I'm against blood infusions for whatever, you know, like I said, I'm very natural, very God. And I told the doctor, God can, or my body is created to heal itself. I don't need the blood. And he said, he goes, you don't look like you do, but the numbers say something different. And, you know, you really want to be able to heal. So I was sitting there and I'm thinking about it and I'm thinking about it. And I could have stood on my faith and said, no, I'm just going to let God do whatever he wants to do. And then he said, well, I'll let you think about it. Well, in the meantime, this tech came in out of nowhere and she was the first person in the hospital and she came up to me and she just said can I talk to you about God and I was so glad to hear that <laughs> I was like yes please and she ended up praying with me and the verse that she gave me was be anxious for nothing and in everything with prayer and supplication make your uh, request made known to God and all I know is God was telling me to not be anxious and to trust him you know, to keep praying and to be thankful. That's what she kept saying to me. Just be grateful, be thankful to him as you're, you know, asking him and believe. And so I, I took it as I don't have to fear the blood infusion. I didn't take it as I don't have to fear not getting it. But for whatever reason, I went ahead and went through with doing something again. I would have never chose to do, I think, in my right mind. I don't know. <laughs> Never say never. Yeah, never say never. Um, and so we went through that. And then things got really scary because my, my health didn't seem to be getting better. It seemed actually to be getting worse. And uh, that that's when my daughter came to, to help. And um, she really gave me this courage. And she spoke into me things that she saw. Um, that, that she knew I needed to hear. And you said to me, you better get your mentals. How did you put it? Yeah, um, you will not make it if you don't have control over the way that you think about the situation or how you're feeling or what you did or didn't do. Right. And if you don't get a hold of the, the thought process, yeah, you will, you will not make it. Yeah, you will not make it. And she just... You know, it's really telling me that I had to get hold of my thoughts um, 
which basically are your emotions too. And um, it doesn't matter. It's like, you know, for whatever reason, and my, my one son said this too, it's like, well, we are praying that God, this is the way that God is working. So if you're praying and trusting that God is here and, and you know, you're asking him to take care of, then you have to just believe that whatever way he chooses to do it, He's, he's doing it. Yeah. And once you cover everything in prayer, I, I totally have seen him stop things and I've seen him pave the way for things. You have to believe that all the time at the hospital that he would have intervened if that wasn't the direction he had for you. Yeah. So sometimes that's hard to swallow because you're like, but that's not the direction I want to go. <laughs> like Exactly. Know, because, you know, it is scary to be vulnerable and to to trust God sometimes. You know, you have, you have like a triangle. You have the doctors, you have God, and you have yourself. And every, you know, everybody's moving God's over all of it, but like, there is a lot of movement going on. Yeah. And you just have to trust that God, God was there in the surgery. You know what I mean? Like, right. Sometimes when, when I was thinking about you going under surgery, it's like, how dare the doctors, you know, but I'm like, oh yeah, God's there too. Like, you know what I mean? It's hard to think about that God in in it because you're so concerned about your loved one. Right. But I mean, ultimately I was praying and, you know, it's kind of a shock to, to watch a loved one go through that, you know, always hear of somebody going through something and like, oh, that's terrible. But when it's somebody close to you, it does take a different kind of something out of you. Right. Um, and I think the hard part for me was that you held on so much. Every time I talked to you, like, oh, there's still time for a miracle. Still time. Everything you finished with a text message was, there's still time for a miracle. And so that was sad because, I mean, maybe the miracle is just not here yet, right? you know, but like it didn't look like a miracle was happening and that was frustrating. Yeah. And we, everybody wants healing, right? And some people get it, some people don't, or you, maybe you're just not arriving yet. Right. That was hard to see the hope in your voice and, and the way that you were talking and then it didn't come. Yeah. It hasn't come yet. Yeah. And so I don't know if I ever got angry, but I did like, I just felt so sad, Yeah. you know? I was like, God, how does someone have that much faith and hope and, like, you didn't intervene yet, you know? Yeah. That was yeah. hard. But I also, I uh, go back to you pray over everything. You have to believe that for whatever reason, this is your direction. Right. We don't like it, but this is what God's doing. And I, and I see that as the test of faith. Or, you know, maybe not faith, but trust. Because, like you said... You do believe, you do hope. And I remember the Shadrach, I I said something about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. You know, they said, you know, we know our God can, but even if he doesn't. And that's where I think we all need to be, is in that childlike faith of knowing God can do anything he wants. Nothing is impossible. I, I said that so many times in the hospital. Nothing is impossible for you, God. And I believe that nothing is impossible for God. And I have seen miracles. I've heard other people's testimonies right. in miracles, you know. But when we when we put God in a box and we expect Him to do things the way that we're comfortable with right. or what we like, I think that we limit our relationship with Him from growing. Yeah. And I think that's one of the things I'm taking away from this is just that. Being okay with however God wanted to use the situation. Mm-hmm. Because I'm reminded uh, that it's not just about me. Right. 
It's about everyone else who's involved and who's looking on and being impacted by my response or um, my, you know, my speaking out faith, even though, and, and still believing, even if it doesn't come to pass the way that I was hoping. Yeah. And it, it now faltering, you know, uh, giving, and I think too, giving my kids an opportunity to encourage me in the faith right. because you guys spoke so much into me about believing and trusting and not giving up right. and not speaking death, you know, speaking life. And um, I think that's another really awesome thing we don't often think about in hard times is that there's that interaction of encouraging one another right. that is healthy and needed. I think I said something to you about like this. This is happening to you, but what if this is not about you at all? Right. Like, what if all the people you don't know who you touch to the hospital or what who's coming in the future? Right. You know what I mean, like, and then when it comes to pass, you're like, oh, <laughs> right. You know, yeah. like, you are walking through this situation for a reason, although you can't see it yet. Yeah. And I think that's a really big uh, trap. Sometimes is that with. For me, I'm always trying to figure out why. Why, why is this happening? You know, <laughs> and it doesn't really matter why it's happening. Right. And you can get to that place of it's okay, it's happening. Yeah. Let it happen. And enjoy life still knowing that it's just part of your story. Yeah. And I think you said something along that line to me that really stuck. It was, it was almost like, this is just part of your yeah, story. That's what Grandma always says. She's like, this is just something in your life. This is just something in your <laughs> life always that's happening. Says that, you know? Yeah. And if we can remember that, yeah. this is just part of the story. Okay, we're doing this now. Because right. this is like, you know, what do they, they say sometimes? Uh, plot twist. Right. You know, okay, we're doing it this way. All right. You know. <laughs> Um, but I think if I could encourage anybody who's praying for a miracle or, you know, for God to work in a certain way, I think it's okay to ask for something you think mm -hmm. is yeah. good, but be okay with it not being the way he wants to do it. Yeah. And I think he allows us to grieve that he, he didn't do it the way yeah. that we had hoped. And I think that's important to be able to talk to him about the sadness you feel yeah and make sure it doesn't get to a unhealthy anger part yeah you know some people just sit in their disability and then they are hindered on for the future yeah you know like you can't call it a disability you can't call it a hindrance you have to say okay I have this part of me now how can I use it to grow stronger right yeah um I guess that that was all I really wanted to share right now probably gather some thoughts maybe later and share a little bit more but um, I do want to encourage anyone that's that's struggling and discouraged or disappointed in God not showing up in your life the way that you wanted him to um, just choose to trust him right you know um, share your story share your disappointment talk to somebody else even of, of faith um, that would encourage you because for me it was super important to have believers in my life who spoken to me and would not allow me to get caught up in the that that pity mm -hmm. place. Right. You know, it's okay to grieve it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's okay to be disappointed, but you can't stay there yeah. because then you're not trusting God. You're saying he doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah. When in fact 
everything he does is good and his ways are perfect. Right. So, so train your mind. Yeah. It's definitely about the mind and the, and the spirit and the, the will, really. Right. Choosing to trust God through it all. No matter what. Right. No matter what. So here I am uh, still continuing my healing journey. Uh, going to see what's next as we uh, continue. Who knows? Um, one day at a time. Yeah, one day at a time. But uh, I hope this encourages you. Share it with somebody who you think could use some, uh, I don't know, faith building and truth. Because the truth is, God is a God of miracles. But he doesn't always show up exactly how we think he's going to. And that's okay. Right. Continue to speak life otherwise. Yes. God, whatever you're doing is good. Whatever you're doing, you are for me, not against me. Whatever you're doing, it's going to work out for my good, and you're going to get the glory. I mean, these are things that, you know, in, in moments of disappointment, you've got to make a choice. Yeah. I think that, you know, the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy, and sometimes he makes us think that God's doing that. Yeah. Right. We have to make sure that. Yeah. Well, why? God loves you. Why would he do this? Yeah. That's so true. We can hear those negative thoughts and we either let them ruminate or we kick them to the curb. Yeah. Say, nope, that's Find not my up. God. Yeah. Find them up. Send them on their way. Because God is a good God and he loves his children and he's always faithful. Mm-hmm. I do remember having one moment um, before you got there. And your brothers were one on one side of me. And I had got to this point. They were getting ready to leave. And they were praying, I think. or I don't know. Just the room got real silent. And it was in that moment I had to lift my hands in kind of a mode of surrender. And I cried. And I kind of released these emotions. And then I was just praying in the spirit and worshiping him and telling him I loved him and trusted him no matter what. It was just a very uh, beautiful, peaceful moment that, you know, again, you have to look for God in those little details. When things aren't going the way you thought they would, you really need to get your focus looking to see where God really is and ask for his presence, ask for his peace, because it's the only thing that's going to keep you uh, kind of centered. Yeah. 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 So thank you for tuning into this podcast. Uh, I do hope that it encouraged you and blessed you in some way. I appreciate all your prayers. Uh, Please, there's still time for a miracle. Uh, Whatever God wants to do, everything God does interacting with us is a miracle. Um, So thank you. Uh, Take care. Until next time, shalom.